cards on my card again. All right, and we're back again with another edition of Right the Radio Podcast. I am Matt Maratea. I am a writer. <laughs> Hence the name. I'm here with Bobby Dubs. Yo, what up? Wunderbar. Welcome. Bienvenue. Yes. Bienvenido. Okay, Welcome. wait, what did I miss? That was okay. Hello, <laughs> Dubs. I do. I, I, Hello. Give, I give us all the languages. You know, we're international here at Write the Radio, so, you know, you got to hit the Spanish, French. <laughs> all right. All and, right. And the person teaching German. us the radio portion, Vince Quinn. <laughs> I wish I knew hello in more languages now. Exactly. Vince is like, enunciate, emote, give me feeling behind the microphone. Yeah. I, I just know international, like, hellos and goodbyes. Body language. <laughs> right? Like, there's the head nod, there's the hand tip. <laughs> hand tip is a good one. Yep. The gunpoint. Oh, yeah, gunpoint. We have the thing where you like, kind of like wave your hand around a circle and then you bow, yep. you know, so you have that. That's a pretty good one. Otherwise, like toodles. You can do like a little toodaloo. And then there's various traffic hand signals, right? Like there's the old Dane Cook joke where it's like, okay, you get the come on, and you do that for about 17 times, and then the there's the freaking road, right? <laughs> then you get the hand right across the screen. <laughs> But we are not gathered here today to talk about traffic. Oh, we're here to talk about sports, preferably the ones that take place in this great city. <laughs> I mean, first in mind, since since we last left you guys, you know, we there's been a lot of speculation. We were talking about Ben Simmons and his, his vacations and what he does there. But then we got news. We were we were made abreast of news that there were several trade packages on the table one i heard was was it malcolm Proctor? yeah yeah and, and, yeah. and several accoutrements to go with that <laughs> for uh, ben simmons i say no thank you sir <laughs> i don't know about you two guys but don't be throwing malcolm brogdon at me Mal- malcolm brogdon is the shop right charcuterie board equivalent of, of a star point guard <laughs> that man is ShopRite pepperoni and cheddar cubes. <laughs> I don't oh, even man. have a follow-up to that. Yeah. I, I totally support that statement. <laughs> he is a ShopRite charcuterie board. But no, like, the, the thing is, Brogdon, I'm not thrilled about it, right? It's, yeah. not, it's not like, oh my God, that's the offer. But given that that was an offer that came out, what, a week after he had passed up a wide-open dunk in the playoffs? Exactly. Like, that was, that was like, all right, this is the low point right now. <laughs> Over yeah. time, people will forget a little bit. People start watching his highlights. People start digging into his regular season stats. Like, all that kind of stuff happens, and it'll get better. Like, the offers are going to get yeah. a little bit better. I mean, because I was down for a minute, and I'm like, I'm sitting at home hoping and praying for Dame, and I'm like, is this what we're getting thrown? Ain't no way we getting Dame. <laughs> Just wait till Ricky Rubio goes off for Team oh, Spain. Good. And we're talking about, like, does he still have it? You know, he could oh, be a point Rubio guard. Rubio in a first or some bullshit. Yeah, Olympic Ricky Rubio is like is like 2000 or 2016 process level TJ McConnell, right? They're the same player. Yeah, pretty much. They're beloved. They're somehow unstoppable. It just it makes no sense. Doesn't make any sense at all. That's what we're left, and it's a shame that we're left to this because of uh, you know. Ben's play and the things that happen and now we got to sit in this whirlwind of speculation for however many months before we figure out you know what's going on here and then everybody starts to get their crazy uh trade machines going and whatnot 
Uh, I've seen some craziness mm-hmm. um, that was put out there. I thought that was insane. Uh, I believe it was. I know it was a three-team deal with like OKC and, <laughs> and like Memphis or something like that. It was crazy, but it's like, is this what we're doing now? Mm-hmm. That we're gonna have to go week after week uh, with these trades. I'm gonna pull it up. Yeah, pull it up. I saw. You know, I saw one in? involving what, like Andrew Wiggins, right? Oh no, it was Golden State, and there was another team. I believe it was Minnesota. Here it is. I'm gonna tell you the 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 trade that people somebody said is feasible. Okay. There we also, go. He's pulling out the glasses. All the swag today from Dubs. He's got happy, the jersey. Go. He's happy got like birthday, Ben. By the way, here's the deal: the Sixers would send Ben Simmons, Shake Milton, and George Hill. Okay, I like that so far. <laughs> they land in OKC with the Thunder, while Hill would go to Houston. In return for those three prospects, the Sixers would land a handful of picks and players, headlined by veteran point guard Kemba Walker. I don't want Kemba because I don't know what Kemba's got left in the tank. I don't know where Kemba's at. He had little sparks in Boston, but you're left to imagine, is is he going to be the Kemba we saw in UConn, the Kemba we saw a little bit sparingly in, you know, in Washington or Charlotte? Charlotte, yeah. Like, I don't know what Kemba I'm going to get. Well, can we talk about why he's not Boston Kemba for a minute? Because Brad Stevens got the GM job and immediately, like, immediately was like, I'm getting this guy the hell out of there. So, <laughs> I'm not excited about Kemba Walker. I mean, no, I've been a Kemba all. Walker fan, but if yeah. you tell me right now that he's the biggest name in a Ben Simmons deal, that's not good hey, enough. Kemba it's not Wal- good enough. Hey, Kemba Walker, Eric Gordon, Kendrick Williams, the 16th pick, the 18th pick, the number 34 pick in a 2024 first round pick. See, Those no. Okay, it I'll go for it. That's oh, enough picks for me. You want 16 no. and 18 this year? That's enough no. picks for me. I don't know. I don't want picks. <laughs> I don't want picks. I want players. Yeah. Win now. And we got Kemba Walker. What am I going to get with Kemba? That's You're not putting you over the top. You need I'm a legitimate second all my star. Eggs in the Kemba basket. I need a legitimate star to go with Embiid right now so that next year we are still the number one seed in the East. How yeah. do we know that Maxi isn't that star? Right now? Oh, right now? now? You know right that? now he's not. I love Maxi, but, if but the, man. if the window, right, that we believe is three years, this was year one. Year two, that's got to be a growth year, right? That's got to be a this, conference championship this year. Guy, yeah. Yeah, finals <laughs> year. He's talking to people in the year three. Clearly MVP year for Maxi. Year three. Look, I'm not saying MVP for Maxi, but I'm saying you get enough pieces in place, right? You let Maxi grow a little bit, he could be a serious game-changing type of guy. And you still have Tobias, whose peak probably hasn't been reached, ideally. Playoff. But you, you'd have Probably. in that case, if you're making the trade, in that case, you have Kemba Walker, though. So you'd have Kemba and Maxi. Like, is that... I think that's a halfway decent backcourt. I mean, I... Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't do it. I, I would yeah, rather, if cool. I was going to do anything, and I would rather have... You get to keep have... Matisse? Okay. Eh. I like Matisse. I do. Yeah. I like him. But I, and I like Maxi. But you got to have like a legitimate, solid, high quality, and not injuries. I, I mean, need an had injuries. Right? I need somebody who was starting in the All-Star game next last year. That's who I need. You want Bradley Beal? We're not going to get Bradley Beal. 
No, we're not. I mean, no. it, it's really just, all right, if it's Dillard or, or I combine Damian Lillard into yeah. Dillard. Dillard. He, he's become uh, yeah. Andre Dillard. Andre no. Dillard. Oh, God. Okay. I don't want to do that to the man. That's that's high level disrespect. Andre Dillard, who's quickly becoming the Andrew Bynum of the Eagles. Okay. I'm, I'm actually buying Dillard hype, by the way. I'm starting to buy Andre buying Dillard, Dillard stock. I am. I'm buying it a little bit. But buying low. It's, it's going to be Lillard or bust, and then you just, I don't know, you figure it out. Like, the, the idea that uh, Minnesota, for example, is really interested in Simmons, I could see that. I could see that. It's just a question of, all right, are you making a three-team deal? Are you sending him and getting a bunch of picks, and are you throwing that? Like, how many yeah. picks would it take to get out, Beal out of Washington? I don't know. But you, you just consider all those scenarios. And then, honestly, I mean, what is the second tier? If we're shipping Ben to Minnesota, there better be a third team involved because I don't want anybody on that roster right now. I, I like D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is a bum. Ice water in his veins, baby. Well, ice water in his veins. We're playing, what, 2K? <laughs> That man is terrible. I, I he hate. wasn't even starting. He was their sixth man. Oh goodness! I just hate seeing these these trades, and then like as if people don't have any logic or they really underestimate Ben Simmons. Like I'll see a trade where like oh Ben Simmons could go to Golden State, but then the graphic is Ben, Steph, and Clay. I'm like you're not getting Ben Simmons and still keeping Steph or Clay. Like that's not gonna work. I don't know what team you think you're trading with. Well, you'll just get Ben Simmons for some scraps you put together so you can make a, a big three or something. That's not going to be the trade that gets you Ben Simmons. Yeah, I, I don't know I, what people think about these other teams or how stupid they think Daryl Morey is. He's not giving him away so that Golden State can have a, a three-headed monster in their backcourt or whatever. Because I saw the same you know, deal. It I think Wiggins and Wiseman. I'm cool on Wiggins well, and Wiseman. Draymond was in the deal. That I saw that involved Simmons going, which is hilarious. That is Dream like, on. that is the, to it's like, oh, there's similar players, which is the most ludicrous thing to say when you actually consider who the people actually are, mm -hmm. right? Like playoff Draymond Green and what he's going to bring you versus playoff Ben Simmons are not even in the same universe. Like Draymond's going to be locked in. He'll do the ball handling stuff. He'll give you something. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. he's always going to score four points, yeah. but he'll give you something <laughs> within the offense, right? Like I can, I can buy and believe in that, but to go and trade that because of the skill sets, like that's a joke. Yeah. Draymond's going to be like a playoff. Draymond is a guy who'll give you 10, 10 and 10, but that's 10 rebounds, 10 blocks. And somehow <laughs> he goes 10 for 10 on free throws. Yeah. Without making an actual shot. But uh, See, you couldn't have Ben and Draymond because Draymond would be screaming, right? Oh, what constantly. Whatever that gif is of Draymond, like, chit-chatting at, you know, uh, KD, that times a thousand. A hundred percent. There's just, there's no way. Uh, I mean, okay. There's no scenario where this happens. But if you did have Draymond and Ben on the same team, I, and I, you can't have them play together. But if it was literally like, all right, we're going to take a year where Simmons is getting a lot, like they, we kind of spread their minutes around a little bit, and you just have Draymond yell at Ben Simmons literally all the time. Like he just follows, mm -hmm. like he's literally attached to Ben at the hip, and he's like, Ben, what the? You know what I mean? He's like kicking him in the crotch all the time. It's like that, if, if Draymond's that doing gif, that, I'm it's in. It's that gif all over again. Yeah. The one where he's jabbing at KD and yeah. he's saying something in his face real fast. It's that all over but again. Even so, if they did it without trading Draymond, like where are they all playing? I don't get it. Right, you're not starting Ben over Clay, right? You're not moving Steph out of position. No, I mean, then you what? would you would have a small ball five, yeah, 
And I guess that'd be Draymond. And you would, yeah. but uh, I don't know. Bennett would Draymond forward? spot up for twenty percent from three or whatever he's done historically? You, you I, that's your play. You I got guess? what? Like you got a lineup of Steph, Clay, Kelly Oubre, <laughs> Ben, and Draymond. Goodness. Okay, now I kind of want to see that on the court. I don't. That sounds like an absolute disaster. We just you give me three chucked up and rebound big men, and I destroy that team. <laughs> Sounds like foul trouble in the first quarter. Exactly. They have no size whatsoever. <laughs> Be so oh, weird. Wait, talk about embarrassing in terms of basketball. I think what the most embarrassing thing in the world of basketball this week has got to be the announcement of the replacement players in the Olympics. When I saw that Bradley Bill and, you know, I'm not a big Kevin Love guy, were being replaced by JaVale McGee and Keldon Johnson. I don't even know who Keldon Johnson is. I'll be the first one to tell you. I have no clue who that man is. Sorry, Keldon Johnson. No disrespect to you. Isn't he the dude from San Antonio? Yeah, that's well, that's exactly it, right? Popovich <laughs> knows him. He's been with the team. He was on this. They put <laughs> him on the select McGee? team, and then they bumped him up. He's going to be shacked in a fool on an international level. <laughs> really? We don't need other countries knowing we produce things like that. Hold on. All right. <laughs> Is this some negativity I'm hearing about process hero JaVale McGee? <laughs> process hero? Did he even officially play a game for the no. Sixers? I, he, he might have eight minutes. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm going to find out if JaVale McGee actually played a minute for the Sixers. Absolutely ridiculous. We're, we're going to look that up. JaVale McGee. Process hero. Yeah, I was stunned when he How got the international you, bid. It was, it was like, damn, man, with all these guys. And it's tough, too, because all these other players, like you see them lose two games in a row. Nah. And you're like, damn, man. Uh, Middleton is is on the roster. Devin yeah. Booker's on the roster. Drew Holiday's yeah. on the roster. You go like, damn, man. Like that. Apparently, now we got JaVale McGee coming in. Apparently Christian Wood was considered and didn't make it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, JaVale played six games, baby. Wow. Six oh. games. 10 minutes on average, three points on average. Absolute superstar. (laughs) There you go. Juggernaut. That's what it's all about. Yeah, it's me. You get him here right now and send him bead wherever. Hey, he (laughs) shot 44% from the field. There we go. Oh, goodness. They never should have gotten rid of him. Have you guys seen all the Drew, like, regret all of a sudden? Oh, all of a sudden. As if we didn't re- like, we didn't go through literally the entire whole fucking t- process. People are the first guy dealt in the process. People are screaming about a core of Drew, Iggy, and fucking Thad. People are acting like Drew would have resigned here Stop in, like, it. 2015. Like, we would have been happier, like, all of a sudden, that team that was steeped into the seventh seed, but all of a sudden been a one overall seed in playoffs. Like, stop it. Stop it. Yeah. I know it's a what have you done for me lately league. I know, you know, recency bias is a thing. I get it. But stop it. That was like seven, I watched eight those years games. ago. I sat and watched those games. They were terrible. I don't want seven seed in the East. I mean, it's just... It's, That's why you blow it up. It's so weird. People are wistfully remembering... The days of Thad Young, right? He couldn't play when he was here. He was halfway out of the league and then somehow developed into a capable basketball player. Like Thad Young was almost Dalabert. I had mad Thad Love Young. Yeah. <laughs> Thad Young Love. I was. I remember guy. being 
steeped in the process. Like, you can tell you how bad it was. Like, I remember going to a game. They were playing the Bucks, and OJ Mayo was getting off. He was he had like oh, 40. Oh and I was courtside. I mean, directly behind the bench. I think it was like the first year they had Nerlens, but he didn't play. He was hurt. And they still had Jason Richardson on the product. Yeah. <laughs> On the team, but he was in a suit and just soaking up money. And I literally, I was screaming behind him. I'm like, none of you have any heart. Look, Thad is the only one trying. I'm literally screaming until Nerlens, you know, he got up and turned around and told me, shut up, which I did. You know, I got mind control over. Was it high top (laughs) Nerlens? Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got mind control over Nerlens though. He told me to shut up. I'll be quiet. I'll be talking again. So I don't, I don't care about Nerlens, but yeah, I like, I watched it. They lost by 30. To a Bucks team that was no good. When I told you the best player was OJ Mayo. When the last time you heard OJ Mayo? <laughs> like, come on. Nobody is yearning for that team. Like, stop it. All right, he's playing well now. He's become an all NBA defender. But come on. Let's not yeah. do this with Drew. Let's not do this with everybody. Like, I, I hate to see what happened if Dario wouldn't have got hurt. And Phoenix wins the whole thing. Like, say we shouldn't have got rid of Sarge. <laughs> what were we thinking? Jimmy Butler who? Well, Mikael Bridges was warranted. <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah. was Mikhail warranted. Bridges, you can I'm have sorry. All the yeah. anger you want for Mikael Bridges. Yeah. I, I swear, do. if I hear someone saying, you know, we should have kept Ilya Sova, <laughs> I might hit that person. <sighs> right. If we start asking for Ursan back or someone who's like, you know what? They should have signed Bellinelli to a contract. I, I might lose it. I'm telling. Yeah. There was no bigger Marco guy waiting. than me, but that man. You keep waiting. No. You mentioned him earlier, but you keep waiting. There's going to be a whole lot of seeing. We should have kept TJ McConnell. That I guarantee you there were people yelling it when Ben refused to dunk the basketball. Not that TJ could ever dunk a basketball, but there were people begging for TJ McConnell in that moment. TJ would have <laughs> TJ would have laid it up and somehow taken a charge. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because here's the thing: like in that moment, I would take. I mean, honestly, in that exact moment, I would take literally any other player in the NBA. <laughs> literally. that was It was a wide-open dunk. And for the guy who can't dunk it, it's a wide-open layup. There's no pressure. There's nobody there. Like, it, I would take anybody other than Ben Simmons in that moment. That's a shame. Anybody. I mean, who, who else blows it like that? Maybe some guys are going to miss it, but yeah. like at least they're putting the shot. Yeah, up. at least yeah. you have the attempt. But you know, I uh, still think Team USA wins gold. I, the I only I, real Australia contender them against them, a, them is Australia. Yeah, Australia gives them a run. Okay, yeah, but at the end of the day, what is Matisse going to get hot? No. <laughs> Am I scared of Patty Mills? No. Not Dreads Patty Mills. Not Predator Patty. No. <laughs> Am I worried about one of the Della Vadovas coming off the bench? (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, You say so. But, you know, we wrote up the Bucks. It is uh, game six, the NBA Finals tonight. We got any uh, picks of there? Who do you think is going to win the game? Well, I'm I'm going with Milwaukee because ever since Chris Paul and it's gotten worse. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just everything. They're not the same team. 
they're just not the same team. They they've had irresponsible possessions at the end of games, which they didn't do before. Like Milwaukee, they've been well. It's weird because for them, it's like certain guys get hot, and that's what does it for them. Because yeah. Giannis is pretty consistent. Right? This seems like a game where Chris Middleton's going to give you ten. <laughs> well, and if it's one of those games, they've get, the Suns have a shot. But if it's at least a decent Middleton game, and he's giving you twenty instead of like thirty-five or forty, then yeah, I mean, it's a decent Middleton game probably gets him over the top. I still like the Suns. Yeah, I'm with Maritaya. Right, I, 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 you got to think that they've got pushing it to at some point, game. right? And it's you got for a guy like Chris Paul. This is for his legacy, right? Which which is incorrect, but this is how they turn exactly. He's going to go down the as the greatest choker in basketball history. Right, they lose this series, which isn't necessarily up. fair. But no, it's not fair. Yeah, but it is what it is. Also, I want to say they definitely lied about Giannis's injury. That dude looks healthy as hell. Oh, yeah. I think they're talking about fine. how he might not be able to play or, you know, he's doing this on one leg. One leg? Stop it. That man is agile as a deer Stop with it. all four. Nobody's get, giving you 40 and 13 on one yeah. leg. They're, they're making it out like he's, you know, having a Jordan flu game, but for two series. Yeah, I don't. I don't know with the hyperextended knee. I mean, he was a game time decision that first game. He was good in the first game too. Yeah. He had twenty right. points and seventeen boards. Like he was good, you know. But now it's yeah. He either recovered from it incredibly quickly. Pain medicine is a hell of a drug, yeah. or <laughs> it wasn't that bad of an injury. Mm-hmm. I I don't know, but he's just he's playing out of his mind in these finals. I mean, it, seriously. But it, here's the thing: this is a closing game. It's a whole different type of pressure, right? And everybody's it's at home. This is literally a championship putting being put at your feet. Everybody's talking about how uh, that interview he just did about you know ego and whatnot. Sure, that sounds great in Game Five, right? Yeah. When you beat up a team that was a little confused, right? But now they've had that rest. Their backs are against the wall, right? It's caged animal time for the Suns, right? This is where people talk about you know Devin Booker. This is where, is he going to have that like Kobe-esque moment? Yeah. Because those are the comparisons being lobbed at him, right? It's like watching history battle, but through two modern players. It's weird. Yeah. Also, Space Jam sucks. Hey, you saw it? Hey. No. I, I, saw it with, that. I okay. saw it with the kids. We enjoyed it. <laughs> It was it was a little gut wrenching. I have to say, the daughter she got emotional when she thought Bugs Bunny bought it at the end. She was upset. But oh my you know. God! Spoilers! Spoiler my alert! God! Come on, Dubs! <laughs> they tried to take I out. I said Bugs? what she thought. So yeah. there you go. But uh, yeah, I I I kind of enjoyed it for for what it was. I mean, Brian LeBron's acting, and that's my guy. Was hit or miss? I don't know what he was doing. We we learned from the Heatles thing. Brian doesn't do bad guy at all. Like he doesn't do bad person. It doesn't come off right because it's not genuine. Because he's not a mean person. He's not a mean spirited person. He can act like I don't care, but it ain't him. So like when all the parts when he's being positive when he's joking around, acting is pretty good. But when he's like trying to be like the jerk dad, <laughs> it don't work at all. He <laughs> know you're not the jerk dad. Yeah. <laughs> See, like the the whole it premise is forced. just ridiculous to me. Like what. I'm watch, like that's not Bron's kid. Like no, I know what should have got Bryce Maximus. I know what Bronny looks like. Like they say Bronny. Yeah, they, is it co- wrong that he didn't use his kids? I, di- I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, I don't. Th- I don't think it's a yeah, problem. Yeah, completely interactive for all three kids and the wife. I'm like, you could 
throw Savannah in there. I want to see Savannah yeah. in a movie. Give me Bryce Maximus. Bryce Maximus could have pulled off computer nerd geek kid video game. Uh, it's a tough ask, man. I mean, you're already <laughs> asking LeBron James to act, which I know he did train wreck, but still, you're asking him to act. He's a lead actor in the movie. Then to ask his whole family to also <laughs> act. And can you imagine you how much be yourself? You're playing you. Yeah. Out there and be you. Uh, it'd be crazy because like you have to imagine the heat that he would get for yeah. having his whole family oh, yeah. act. He'd oh, get yeah. crushed. Oh, He'd yeah. get just bombed. Oh, look at the day. nepotism. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Strike it. Never mind. It was good the way it is. It was also oh. it was a waste of Don Cheadle's talent. Don Cheadle was amazing. He's the best thing about the movie. Bar none. I said that when I watched it. So he plays? It. Don, he plays at the end. At okay. the end, he plays okay. actual basketball. For most of the part, he's like being the coach and being super evil. And the John, <laughs> only way Don Cheadle can be evil. But <laughs> he was great. Is he like... American accent Don Cheadle? Does he go British Don? No, he goes American accent Don Cheadle. It's uh, it's like super smooth Don Cheadle. Like the whole thing is he's this algorithm that's within the computer that swears he doesn't get any credit for anything. So his whole thing is, oh, they're gonna all listen to me. Al G Rhythm, that's his name. Al G Rhythm. There you go. (laughs) Smooth. (laughs) Speaking of British people. How weird is it that they had like Idris Elba doing the voiceover for the NBA Finals? Yeah, I, I can't do it. Like, there's no connection between him and basketball whatsoever. I mean, basketball's awesome. Idris Elba's awesome. It's pretty easy for me. <laughs> He's a British guy. He watches soccer. He's done a documentary <laughs> about his quest to fight professional Muay Thai, right? Oh, but you know, we got to get Idris Elba for these finals, right? Talk about legacies and whatnot. That's it. Shoot it. Give him the old what for. <laughs> no, Idris, I'm cool. Yeah, what was the last time the UK basketball team made the Olympics? Exactly. Who's the best British basketball player, period? Is there anybody from Great Britain that's any good? No. Taylor, Larry, Taylor's Larry got somebody. Bird. Here we go. It's a Larry Bird. Ben Gordon. Ben Gordon. Okay. There, go. there we ben go. Ben Gordon's British. Taylor from, there you go. From, from beyond from I 35 like feet. I like it. Oh, man. That's great. <laughs> Does Ben Gordon have like an accent? Does he have a British? I, I would never assume. Seen an interview would with this man. <laughs> I don't know. We got to check that out. But uh, we went from basketball to the gridiron. We did see uh, some videos took place at a training camp, seeing the coaches in action. I kind of like what I saw, Matt Maritaya, teaching ball uh, ball security, which I have been – it's been breaking my heart with this franchise for decades, the way they turned the ball over. I'm happy with what I saw. I sent you guys the clip. I hope you watched it. Like, how was your feeling about this coaching staff? This roster is so devoid of talent, we got to stress ball security. <laughs> Yes, this is where the we're idiots at. out there don't know how to handle a football. It's like, it's like, uh, I'm negative hold, today. Oh, to <laughs> football. <laughs> See, I looked at it like, I mean, part Marty of it is with, yeah. with with the turnovers. They got rid of Wentz. I mean, that guy fumbled the ball like it was nobody's business, man. I mean, he was awful with ball security. Even when I liked Wentz, he was bad with ball security. So that's a huge step up in itself. Um, Outside of that, yeah, holding on to the ball, it's like, it's a good fundamental thing. This team needs fundamentals. They don't have it. You start somewhere. There's a long way to go. Secure the football, for the love of God. They're going to run a lot, too. So, like, secure the football, please. Are they telling Jalen that? They I better. So. I yeah. know he fumbled a couple well, times too. Nine yeah. fumbles in four games. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know what it is. Like they get loose and become video gamey, and they get loose with the football once they're out in the, like isolation. I don't get it with these players. Like it's bad enough I had to live through that with Shady carrying the oh, ball like oh, a damn yeah. baby when he was running all out here. I'm like, hold on to the ball. I don't get it. Why are you running around with your arms out wide? I don't get that. Now here's the thing. I liked what I saw in the video, right? I like the instruction. I like how vocal these coaches seem to be. How is that going to work with veteran players, right? Or people they look to bring in, not this year, because this year essentially doesn't matter, but next year, right? Uh, are the veterans going to respect, you know, these young vocal coaches, right? It was like, oh, listen, I played. You were a defensive back at Mount Union College, right? <laughs> or wherever the hell Sirianni went. Right? Your uniform yeah, was you purple. Have to deal with like, that. come on, relax. You have to deal with that. Right? There, but there are gonna be guys for like that. young players it could work. And I think we're gonna see a lot of guys maybe reach their potential or improve this year. But the real question will always remain what is the ceiling for these guys? Unfortunately, I think this assembled group has a rather low ceiling. But. Yeah, apparently the, the people in Vegas are uh, aligned with you. Last I saw it was plus 1,400 that they finished with the worst record in football. Oof. You're taking that money, Matt Marite. The worst record in football? The worst record. Nah. <laughs> so there are rosters and teams worse than this one. Houston. Yeah, Houston is <laughs> yeah. one of the worst Houston. teams I've ever seen Houston's in my life. Travesty. Houston is travesty. awful. And it's it's all with Watson. That's That's the only thing they've got. That's it. Yeah, and like, a, what is Denver going to be any good? I doubt it. Well, they might be adding a certain Aaron Rodgers to the equation soon. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> that right? could be coming pretty soon now. You guys saw that, right? Yeah, I mean, they offered right. him record money. If if you're offering him the biggest contract in the league, you're offering an extension that covers Jordan Love's rookie deal. That's a big time move. Like that is the Godfather offer that you bet that's for. Pushing all your chips to the middle of the they, table. They yeah. can't. They can't offer him a wide receiver. <laughs> Hell, why doesn't Green Bay trade for Ertz? Right. I would just Ertz, is, Ertz is better than Robert Tonian. That's the next question on the list. Is, will Ertz be on this roster week one? Yeah, probably. Man, uh, that's a tough one. I have no idea. Honestly, I have no idea. I tend to think at this point he will. Just because how he wants value in all these different ways, and they might be better off that he plays a good season mm -hmm. and then he signs somewhere and you get a comp pick. Like if he yeah. signs somewhere and he ends up getting a, a solid deal, you get a third rounder or fourth rounder, and you get him to play for the year rather than dealing him now for a six. Yeah. You know who shouldn't be on this roster week one? Yeah. Boston Scott. No. That I man should already not. have a plane. I'm done with He Boston should already Scott. have a plane ticket to Los Angeles right now. <laughs> when that Cam Akers news dropped today, oh, yeah. Boston Scott should have been ordering blue and yellow Nikes. <laughs> I'm all the way out on Boston Scott. I don't, I'm not even. I, I, I don't want. I think he's okay. Sproles 2.0. I'm good. Well, they drafted Gainwell. He's done. Yeah. I mean, he's done. Yeah. Like they, got, they got Gainwell. They got Howard. They got Carrion. They got Miles. That still Elijah Riley's still kicking around here. Or what is it? Elijah Holyfield? Elijah Holyfield. Yeah. Really? Elijah wow. Riley's a different guy, still right? Still kicking him out? Yeah. yeah uh, Riley, I think, is a linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that running back room is, is pretty crazy. We still have, uh, I think they brought Jordan Howard back. and then Again? Had, it's again. like the fourth time. The Crown Hogs Day out this month? <laughs> 
you know, we need we need a guy that's like 27, has no left or right agility, and has been bad for two years. <laughs> do they that's, think, that's what we're dying for in this town. Do they think he's Jordan Matthews? Is that <laughs> my, yeah, right. <laughs> who, by the way, is looking to make a comeback at tight end. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. I like I, that. I, I wouldn't mind. Maybe not here. Let's see if he ends up in a... It, Indianapolis. I just want the earth. I just want the the the, the Wentz Jordan Matthews celebration one more time with the Titan and the tie. All business. I just want to see it one more time. Who would you rather see day. convert to tight end, <laughs> Jordan Matthews or J Jaw? I would love to see J Jaw do it. Yeah. I would. I, I mean, there's only he can only go up from here. Just so, so the pick isn't wasted. Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, at some point, if he doesn't have it, and you actually like playing him because he can block, why not? Like mm-hmm. it's it's just so obvious. You know what I mean? Like watching Jordan Matthews go. Yeah, I'm going to make the switch to tight end. It was like, you know what? More people should do that. Like, yeah. why aren't more players willing to be like, you know, I'm like, I'm kind of okay at this, but if maybe if I change it, I'm really good. Like, I, I kind of belaboring the point, but. Jason Peters was a tight end. He was an undrafted yeah. tight end. He's a Hall of Fame left tackle. tackle. It's yeah. one spot. It's a change of responsibility, but you lean into what he's good at and, and see where he goes. If he becomes a good blocking tight end and he can catch a ball and burn a linebacker like twice a year in the red zone, that's gold. I'll take that. But he, they just they got to push him there. <laughs> Well, that settles it. When this show ends, I'm making a comeback as the engineer. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Switching positions. That's it. No more talking. <laughs> but from all that we have, the speculation and everything and our downtrodden times with the Sixers, we do have a summer of perpetual hope. I know Matt Merite is probably excited because Phillies are only two games back the last time I checked. They've won seven out of their last ten. This team making the playoffs, Matt Merite? Oh. Playoffs? Yeah. <laughs> Don't I, talk about playoffs. I'm a huge believer in <laughs> Dave Dombrowski and his ability to swing a deal for literally anyone in the bullpen. Because at this point, that will help. And I don't. I got a feeling that they're in on Cole Hamels. I think that sort of takes care of one of the starter problems. I think they're a team that could go with four starters and then a bullpen game for the rest of the season if they get... You know enough. I, I or you know every other week you give Matt Moore a couple spot starts when you need to, but I like the outlook of this team going forward. I like the hot weather and the bats waking up. I just what I like even more is that yeah. I don't trust anybody in this division. Yeah. So it helps with the division <laughs> is terrible. I mean the Mets stink. The Braves lost to Kuna. You know, wide open. Yeah, and the Mets, they just lost to Grom and Lindor. Yeah. So, it, it's open. I It's crazy to me, because you look at that team, I mean, what, two weeks ago, nobody liked that team. No. Nobody liked the Phillies. Uh-uh. Do people like them now? Or, I mean, really? Like, are people actually <laughs> fans of the Phillies, or is it just the Phillies happen to exist in this city and have for 100 years, and the Mets are bad? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I just don't know what it is. I, I, I have a hard time getting up for this team. I really do. <laughs> All the COVID stuff and the bed, like yeah, the whole Reese Hoskins thing. And there's just so much nonsense around the Phillies right now. There's a lot of nonsense. See, that COVID stuff, I may have a weird opinion on it, but the way I see it is, right, they started having a bunch of people who were getting vaccinated, and then they all started having injuries right after, right? Mm-hmm. These are professional athletes that have to play nearly every day, 
or you know what five out of seven days mm -hmm. they know their bodies and their trainers know their bodies so much better than i think the average person especially you know people who are tweeting no if they made the decision to hold off you know for you know this season do it in the off season that was probably the right move just for them and i mean who are these people really interacting with right yeah is Bryce Harper whoever going to Whole Foods? I doubt that. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I, th I think you have a point there. I think yeah. you have a point there because, you know, they're not having the environment that all yeah. the rest of us have where they would be around a whole bunch of people. And, I mean, uh, look at, you know, they have Didi who had the pre-existing conditions who was wearing the mask all last year. Mm -hmm. You know, if there was anyone who was going to have a problem with it and, you know, get people to sign off on taking it, it would have been him. And it didn't happen. So, uh, you know, I think, yeah, is it unfortunate that they're having some of these issues pop up? But they probably made the best decision for the actual team at this moment. Yeah, especially if you're going through, like, especially in this point, and we don't want to put W's over people's health, but mm -hmm. you're at a point where things are kind of going your way. You're kind of hitting your stride. You've had some good luck as far as what's going on on the diamond. You might just say, hey, Let's hold off on that. Like you said, we don't know if it's causing any of these injuries or whatever. Let's see how far we can take this. And then at the end, if everybody decides, all right, the rest of us will go get back, then you know, I don't think you have a problem there. Yeah. Well, what difference does it make if they do it in November? I know me personally, yeah. you know, I got vaccinated. I, I throw that bad boy yeah. down like I'm playing <laughs> spades and I got the big joker. You know what I mean? But you know, that's me. Everybody's not like that. I, and I understand it. And I understand that might be best for the team, like you mm -hmm. said. But I have to ask Matt Marite as we, we, we pivot from the diamond to the rink, your personal favorite. How'd you feel about that Ryan Ellis trade, sir? Big fan. Big fan. Yeah. <laughs> I think you got a, a team cancer in Nolan Patrick <laughs> off the boards. Ooh, he used the word team cancer. Well, listen, the guy's been having attitude problems since junior. That's been documented, right? Yeah. He's best friends with a guy like Kevin Hayes, who's another possible attitude problem player. Right, he's had issues and brushed up against his coaching staffs before. He's never healthy. Was probably the biggest defensive liability in the entire NHL last year, and his long-term health is a massive question. So getting him off the books is nice, and you end up trading away Phil Myers. Right, mm -hmm. six-five guy, sort lots of potential. There's a reason he went undrafted. Right? And that's because he doesn't fundamentally understand how to play in the defensive zone. Sure, he can skate. Does he have a nice shot? Is he athletic? Yeah. But there's a point where hockey IQ becomes a huge issue, and that's been yes. an issue for Phil Myers. You bring in a guy like Ryan Ellis, who is you know 30 years old. He's that veteran presence that can pair with Ivan Provorov. He's used to playing 23, 24 minutes a night, can play on the power play, can play on the penalty kill, instantly makes the depth of that entire defensive unit much more sustainable for a full 82 that they're you know presumably going to have next season. And it gives you a little flexibility, right? Because now you sort of have that second defensive stalwart. You can make sure that a guy like Shane Gostaspare is going to be exposed in the expansion draft. And that's going to mm -hmm. be tempting for a Seattle Kraken to take, right? Or you got JVR and Jake Voracek out there. They take one of those guys, that instantly frees up $7 million, $8 million. Now you have space on your roster to add players, 
and you've gotten the money to yeah, do it. Yeah, that was my next question. Like after you make this this Ellis deal and you go through that draft, what are some other uh pieces they may need that can get this team back to where they were a season ago when you're talking about them being the number one seed and getting further in the playoffs? Well, the way the dominoes are sort of falling and the I mean, te- Tetris bricks are My thing are is defensively yeah. because the defense was horrendous in front of Carter Hart all season long. Like yeah. He was either getting blocked off or shaved and he couldn't see anything or people were just getting right past the people mm-hmm. in front of him. So sort of how it's arranging is that the Kraken, right, the Seattle's expansion team, yeah. is expected to select Van Riemsdyk, which will free up around $7 million in cap space. So the Flyers will be able to use that to re-sign Sanheim and Carter Hart to, you know, shorter-term deals because they're restricted free agents. And then the rumor is that Voracek is going to be traded for, you know, some kind of sniper in Vladimir Tarasenko. That's the name sort of being bandied about right now. Now, ignoring the Flyers' general history with Russian players, (laughs) that would instantly fill a need on the offensive end. And really, you add one more defenseman or maybe a very capable backup goaltender, and you've got a good roster that should be a playoff contender in the Eastern Conference. Now, if you add a tweak to that over the course of the season, you know, we'll see. But on paper, they're set up to be a better team than last year. I like it. I don't, I don't. I'm excited. I was excited when I saw the the deal go through. Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to be excited. So I thought I'd tell you about it. I don't know, Vince, if you had any anything to add there. Nope. What he said. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm what, just what going. I'm said. just going off Matt Matt's word on it because yeah. yeah, the yeah, Flyers were a disappointment. Yeah, you you, you just tell me cold. what to think there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's very in, it's an interesting time, right? With the expansion draft, it, it's going to be fun. You don't know how much backroom dealing goes on in terms of influencing who a team could select, right? Because there's true. four or five other possibilities of who the Kraken could take from the Flyers. Like if they take a guy like Justin Braun, that's going to throw a wrench into their plans, right? Because then you're only getting $1.5 million off the books. <laughs> and then Fletcher is like tearing his hair out trying to make, <laughs> yeah, trying to make a, a trade, right? You've got the NHL draft coming up. They've got the 13th pick. That could be a valuable piece. If you want to get into hockey, now might be the time because it's going to be an interesting thing, though it might involve some reading. Yeah, and if you want to get into hockey, you're definitely going to follow Matt Maratea. Matt Maratea, can you tell the fine people where they can find you? Uh, I'm on social media at mmaratea22. That's M-M-A-R-A-T-E-A, the number 22. Uh, that's Twitter, Instagram, Untapped. LinkedIn. Only fans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, only spams where I actually record your spam calls uh, so you can forward them. Uh, my voice is available for recordings and all those. <laughs> Listen, I'm calling about your car's extended warranty. Uh, the manufacturer will no longer be covering that. And uh, we're going to need you to call this scam. number. I'm now changing Matt's number in my phone to scam likely. Yeah. <laughs> That's just it. I'm Bobby Dubs. You can find me on Twitter at Rob M. Whitney. You can also find me on Instagram at uh, Rob the Writer. You can go on Facebook and just type in Rob Whitney. Uh, go get the book. It's at Amazon. Uh, Hope over her. It's on paperback. It's on digital. You can also find me on Rotten Tomatoes giving Space Jam a new legacy. Yeah. The greatest review <laughs> in the history of mankind.
<laughs> it's Quinn. We're going to go on. All right. Well, first off, I don't know that man. I have no relationship <laughs> to him whatsoever. We just met today. He's a complete stranger to me. Uh, I am Vince Quinn. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at It's Vince Quinn. I'm also on Instagram as well. It's Vince Quinn. That's all I got. That's all you need to know. Last Out Media. Check us out.